0: Welcome to The Open Bell, a podcast for trumpet players, by trumpet players, and a cornet guy. I'm your host, Bill Stoman, and I'm joined by my good friends and fellow trumpet geeks, Joey Tartell and the finicky phantom, Brian Appleby-Weinberg. This episode of The Open Bell is brought to you by the World Trumpet Federation. The World Trumpet Federation was founded, dare I say established, to deliver the truth about trumpet and trumpet teaching. We were destined to stand up to all those purveyors of trumpet falsehoods and defend the common good. From our humble beginnings, we have been prepared to defeat all the nonsense that gets in the way of your progress. Home to blogs, videos, and other really cool things that will make your playing better and your overall life even better. Go to www.worldtrumpetfederation.com to find your way. And by Messina Covers. Messina Covers make high-quality, durable, lightweight covers for all sorts of equipment, and they use only the best American-made materials. Messina Covers makes musical instrument covers and gig bags for double bass, trumpet, low brass, woodwinds, and even for conductors. They also make padded and non-padded single and double bags for bicycle wheels, padded custom-fitted laptops, beautiful grocery bags made from scrap materials, and just about anything custom you need. Over 20 colors and custom embroidery is available on every gig bag they make. Lifetime warranty against manufacturing defects, separating seams, rips, tears, breaking, stuff like that. And if there's ever a construction problem, they'll repair it for free. And of course, all made right here in the U.S. of A. in Louisville, Kentucky. Go to MessinaCovers.net to get more information and start dreaming about your new custom trumpet case today. The Open Bell Podcast is comprised of three segments, Warming Up, Couple Things, and No Offense. We use these segments to find, fancy, and figure out information that we believe is essential to fanatical trumpet friends. Gentlemen, shall we? Each week, Warming Up is brought to you by Chop Saver, that perfect, all-natural lip treatment created by the one and only Archangelo Gosling. <laughs> sure, <laughs> oh, you've heard oh, of Archangelo my. Corelli and Archangel Michael, but we have our own patron saint of <laughs> lip care. That's right. Handing down the cure from on high, our own Archangelo Gosling has blessed the chops of many trumpet players around the world. Go to www.chopsaver.com to find this holiest of remedies and save your face today. Speaking of angelic, your Catholic is showing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's really showing. (laughs) That's amazing.
0: Wow. (laughs) Little Dan hears about this one.
2: Archangelo. But you did not bring up the Archangel Gabriel, for example. You left that one out, the trumpet playing Archangel in the Bible.
0: Goes without saying, which we just brought it up. Well, evidently it did go without saying, but it shouldn't have. Yeah. All right, Brian.
1: Wow. Okay, so I want to revisit a a, a point about sound on the cornet. Uh-oh. I want and 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 in doing that, I want to ask you a question: Is it okay to sacrifice the quality of sound on the no, cornet no, for for no, notes?
0: No, no, no.
1: Is is it okay to do that on other instruments?
0: No. Okay. Are we <laughs> done here. It. No, I, I, we're, I, we're done
1: are, here.
2: I think there are rules, and I think one of our rules, and we go look them up, is never sacrifice sound for anything.
1: That's anything. right. Next
2: question. Right. Okay, there what, we go. What led you that's to it? ask this question? There's, uh, I think, there's a history here, and now I want to know what it is. <laughs> I'm
1: just curious. I just think American trumpet players who are playing cornet are looking for that kind of acoustical feedback they get from the end of their bell and their trumpet. So they're looking for a much brighter, more trumpety sound on the cornet, and that's why they're willing to put a 3C trumpet mouthpiece with a cornet shank into their cornet. Do you think that's the only reason or is it not the only reason
2: they they just don't know what the the cornet is supposed to sound like? And I mean that (laughs) not as as I mean that sincerely, you know, if you grew up in the United States and, and, you know, cornet is not an instrument of choice and you're listening to trumpet, 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 you know, you might not have uh, a reference point of what the cornet is supposed to sound like so okay. what cornet mouthpiece is available well there's the three c that came in the case and i guess <laughs> that right. works Use and that. then it's probably pretty much like trumpet so i just sound like that okay i'm done here
1: yeah so but they don't ask the question why does my cornet sound almost the same as my trumpet
2: the, i think a lot of people especially in the united states think it's supposed to oh they don't know
0: that they don't know the difference that's oh, the wow. right
2: yeah until you If you it. think about uh, you know the history of, of the changeover from cornet to trumpets in the wind band of the 20th century Right. You know, I, I think what happened is, hey, listen, you know, we need more and more and more. Uh, you know, we're getting lost in the balance here and losing the intimacy of the group and trying to cover larger spaces or just play louder and, and you know, lose that balance. So what happens? You, you do that with equipment and then you do that with different instruments. So what happens in the second half of the 20th century in the United States, the sound of the cornet and the trumpet weren't that different.
1: That's right. I love this. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is my history right. here accurate?
1: Yeah. You want yeah. to be able to be heard playing your principal cornet part in the wind right. band and you're getting buried if you're playing this really warm, right, beautiful tone. Yeah. Or can be.
2: Yeah. So I don't always think it's it, it, the yeah. thought, the intent is I'm giving up sound just to be able to be heard. I think it's, Oh, I thought this is the way it was supposed to sound. Right. I right. think it's a lack of information, not a, a malice of intent.
1: I like it. it makes me feel better about it.
0: You should, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Hanlon's razor, Brian. That's right. Oh my Hanlon's God. Hanlon's razor. It's my not glove. malice. It's just merely incompetence. <laughs> <It's>
1: incompetence. <laughs> there it is. I have that on my wall in of my office.
0: I'm sure you <laughs> do. I've razor. saved so many people without that. very myself. helpful. Yeah. Wow. myself. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. The Thanks for that. assumption of malice when it was merely incompetence. All right, Joey, what do you have? Please say it's well, not about the cornet. It,
2: well, it might be <laughs> oh. cornet is involved,
0: which is it. rare yeah. for me.
2: Fantastic! So, this it's, past weekend, it's working. I, I have so much to talk about, we don't have time for all of it, but I'm gonna go in. I was, I was down in Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, several of Vince DiMartino's old students just wanted to put on a couple of concerts in celebration of Vince. So, Friday, who wouldn't was want a, to
1: celebrate Vince?
2: Everyone should and and it's should amazing. celebrate Vince, he's amazing. So, on Friday, I drove down into a rehearsal with uh, the big band uh, that he leads, uh, a co-led, he leads with uh, Miles Oslin, who's a director of jazz studies at the University of Kentucky. And Miles and I went to Eastman together, so we've known each other forever. And Miles' wife, Lisa, uh, plays Barry in the band. My first year at Eastman, I was playing lead trumpet in the third band, and she was playing lead alto. So, like, we go all the way back. It's great, you know. So we walk in, and a couple of uh, extra trumpet players and, And Vince soloing with the band it was fantastic. And Saturday we did a brass choir, a bunch of brass choir things, large scale things, small scale things with, you know, and then some with Vince and a lot without Vince. And then that concert was on Sunday night. So the hang, no offense to you personally, Brian, was (laughs) outstanding. And I met some new people. So a lot of uh, people I got to hang out with. uh, First, I mean, Mark Wood was there who just retired from the Army Blues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mark is a, a very strong you know, lead player who's uh, still in the D.C. area, and John Altman, they came out together, who's currently in the Jazz Ambassadors. They both studied with Vince, um, so we had a great time, and I knew both of them a little bit, so we're not going to bother with those guys. <laughs> but I got to meet uh, um, Reese Land, who is the trumpet teacher at the University of Louisville. Oh, Reese and right. I have never met. Oh, wow. So, yeah. I, I know. It, we're two, we live two hours apart. We've just right. never been in the same place at the same time, and... Mike Mergen, the oh. new uh, Professor of Trumpet at Cincinnati Conservatory of Music, I guess him. he'd be Scott's boy, who also just left the Marine Band. Right. right. So I got to meet these guys and hang out. So here's the thing. I asked Mike, and this is what I want to get to here, because he had been in the Marine Band, I think, 22 years, and he's now in his second year at uh, Cincinnati. Nice. Or wait, is this first year or second year? This is second year, right? I think second year, yeah. Yeah. So I said, uh, you know, we're just chatting, and I said, uh, all right, so you're, you're out now, and like, what do you want to be playing? Like, you spend a lot of time doing what everybody else wants to be doing. What do you want to be playing? He goes, I've been thinking about this. And i got to tell you, I've really gotten into the cornet. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. And I said, oh, wow, but here's the best part of this. He said, yeah, I wanted to talk to you, and uh, I want to talk to Brian about this a bit. And I said, oh, do you know Brian? He goes, I mean, I listen to the podcast. <laughs> I said, "You so gotta of be he knows us." Yeah. Uh, I yeah. said, "You're kidding, right?" He says, "No, no, no, no." no I've, <laughs> I listen. Crazy. I listen to the podcast, but uh, so we're we're talking. Cor- we talk cornet. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're we're talking instruments and we're talking pieces and we're talking, yeah. uh, you know, equipment. It was uh it was great. But I, I think as much as I thought, well, you know, now that he's at Cincinnati, I guess he would qualify as Scott's boy. But after this conversation. I don't know. I think you and I think I need to get Brian and Michael Mergen in the same room. That sounds okay. like a great
1: plan. Now, yeah. Cornet I, I, duets. Well,
2: All he I knew said
0: Mike was. Uh, I knew he was a listener because he and I talked a while back about some music and some other things, and I knew he was in. Mm-hmm. he was in on the podcast
2: great great guy terrific yeah, player absolutely. it was it was a great hang but he said hey i'd love to get you to come over you know cincinnati's just two and a half hours from here i'm like yeah absolutely i'd love to come over we're talking cornet i said we really should bring brian out he's the expert let's i mean i'll come over let's play trios and we'll make trios play first <laughs> love and, it and he said all right we're gonna get this happening so <laughs> love it. uh uh but it was it was great you know uh, obviously we're there to celebrate vince and vince is playing great, sounding great, and it was really a, a, a treat and a pleasure to get to hang with him a bit. But meeting the new, meeting the new people. Like, you know, I'm I, I'm an old guy now. Uh, not, not like Bill old, but you know, wow. old guy. Ooh, so really. it, I just thought, like Reese said, came, I walked in the door and he came walking up and he's like, Joey, I just don't know how we haven't met. And I'm like, I don't <laughs> either. And then somebody's like, oh, is that Michael Morgan? I'm like, oh, I just walked over, I said, hi, Joey Tartelli. He's like, oh yeah, great. Like, you know, how have we never met? the way so it works, man. It was, it was great. And just a really, really fun time. Great weekend. A lot of fun playing. Fun. And I will tell you, if you're in Lexington, Dan Parentoni, our tuba teacher here, was down there playing as well. So he wanted to grab some lunch before the, the concert on Sunday and said, all right, Joey, where are we going? So what do you want? He says, oh, we need some pasta, don't we? So I am get on my phone and I found a place called something, the Pasta Garage.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm
2: yeah. like, let's go. So we went over there and you walk up to the counter and you order off the menu, they make it to order, and then you get it. So I see Eric Morin there, who's, you know, works with Peter Pickett. He was playing as well. And uh, we were chatting about some things. And I said, Oh, we found this place today, The you know, the pasta garage. He goes, What'd you think? I said, This place was good. I totally dug it. He goes, Yeah, that's right near the shop. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he's like, It's right, right over the corner. We go there all the time. I was wondering. <laughs> I'm like, Yeah, this place is happening. So Oh beautiful. Yeah. So great cool. time over the weekend. It was uh just terrific all the way around. Good to get out plan. good to see Vince, good to have all the fun with him, meeting all the new people. So that's my report
0: from Lexington. Bill, what do you got for us today? Outstanding. Well, my story is a little bit different. Uh, we had a, a faculty meeting just before break. We, uh, you know, kind of got through the business part of our meeting and got to what we call mission time at the very end, which is just kind of like talk about things we wanted to get to and things that, you know, kind of dream big dreams and whatever. And it sort of came up that Uh, you know, we talked about the impact of COVID on so many things and the impact on students and all that and how a lot of sort of professional habits, right, around us have sort of waned a little bit because, you know, we've become accustomed to being late or not being there or having an excuse or whatever. So we agreed as a faculty that um, maybe coming back after break, masks were going to go away and it might be time to sort of deliver a message and kind of do a post-COVID professional reset, for lack like of a better it. term. Yeah. We didn't have the term at the time, but that's kind of what I came up with as I was preparing my thing today for the students. So we had our weekly performance class, everyone is together, and I kind of delivered this little bit of an address. And But the, it was received really well by students and have gotten great feedback this afternoon. But I just want to encourage other people to think about this, that uh, let's put it behind us and let's think about all the things getting back to, you know being in your chair and looking for an opportunity instead of an excuse, right? And uh, kind of returning to those that standard that we had before we ever even dreamt of there being a pandemic. And that we owe it to each other and, and we owe it to the program and to the, the new students who are coming in to kind of set the stage for success moving forward by getting back to where we were before. Um, And so it was just this really cool thing. It was, you know, not an easy thing to talk about, but, you know, accountability and professionalism, all those things. And we opened this conversation and this dialogue today, and I'm really excited about where it's going. And I just want to share with you guys that it's a great time to do this, kind of this post-COVID reset.
2: I love the idea. As long as we're actually going to be post COVID, you know, I, 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 well, I I'm, about, I'm <laughs> yeah. about to play a show in two weeks in Indianapolis and we've, we've got a uh, note from the touring production company about, you know, they have some strict testing procedures going in and they'll be doing right. testing during the week. And, you know, our contractor said, you know, just checked the yesterday. Okay. You know, with where we are now, is this still going on? Yes, absolutely. And, you know, <laughs> that even though we want to be done and, and, Perhaps this is the right time to start, you know, making that transition back. We're not done. Done.
0: No, but but we're so do- I agree with the concept. I yeah. hope
2: that I hope that that we're in the. I hope that that is we're able to then actually transition all the way back.
0: Right. Yeah. I hope so. I, I think we're done enough that we can start to just, if nothing else, put on the table this idea that we want to return to the way that that things should be. Right. Yeah. And uh, so yeah. Anyway, just Danny Den- DeBlasio was talking
1: about this as he hosted the jazz fest. As mm-hmm. some of the band directors came in, and and they were like losing students, like who just wandered off down the hallway because they haven't gone on field trips before. <laughs> 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 they just were like, some kid got off the bus and started following a duck. He's like, look, there's a duck. He just walked away from the base. like, wait, oh, wait, you have to get, and then students oh. just get out of the bus, go wherever they, he's like, wait a minute, oh. everybody has to get, let me teach you how you go someplace. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't have to be anywhere.
1: Uh, <laughs> right. Wow. That was interesting.
0: Yep, for sure. No, that's good. For sure. Anyway, it was, it was a really positive thing and have gotten a lot of good feedback and some students that want to get together and talk about this kind of thing, you know, some of the students that we have in leadership here. And so it was, it was pretty cool. Just thought I'd share that. Yeah, oh, that's great. All Excellent. right, boys. It's time for game. It's game time. <laughs> okay. Uh, B- wait, Bill's got his oh, horn. Oh, Bill's got his horn. Here it is. You know that what doesn't that look means. like a cornet, Bill. That's a, it's no. That's not. a B flat trumpet, that's right not. there. It is a B flat trumpet. Okay. It's the Shires. Okay. A heavy. That's the A H W with the good lead the pipe. AHW You're welcome. Yeah. Really which lead pipe? Lead
3: pipe. Right.
0: So that can only mean one thing. Cause I got my horn in my hand. It's game time for snippets. <laughs> snippets are we ready oh, man. i only have five tonight because i know we gotta we have a big show tonight we gotta we've, we've got a lot <laughs> really of stuff to get show. to. It's a really wow. big show did you just and go the,
2: ed, that's that's before even your time i know <laughs> wow Come way on. way to, way back machine. for those of you who don't know we just referenced ed sullivan and if but, you ever wondered uh, where the name of the theater where they used to do the david letterman show and now do the stephen colbert show it's the ed sullivan theater yeah, he, he was one of the first TV
3: stars, the, the dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh
0: uh, man. Yeah, but who hasn't played Bye Bye Birdie? So you uh, got to know about Ed Sullivan, right? Sure. Okay, here's snippet number one.
2: Okay, is there a? a...
0: If that's you guessed it? at home, Brian's valves. Brian, you're right. that's Brian's <laughs> valves. I had. It. I was ready.
2: Brian, that's yeah. Brian's <laughs> valves. <laughs> All right, so that, is there are there categories is or is just this wide open?
0: It's all one category, but it's going to reveal itself pretty quickly.
2: Oh, so we have to figure out the category as we go.
0: Yeah, let's call that like an overarching layer. to Wow. Snippets.
2: So we're going like you know say, deep,
0: deep on snippets. One source. One source. All coming from one source. I like this idea I mostly don't because this I didn't have to carry home a whole bunch of books. I just had to just bring the one. Oh, Oops. No. <laughs> I think we have no
2: shot. Brian, Great do we have shot. any shot?
1: And no, we <laughs> no, we don't usually.
0: Snippet, number one. I like when you repeat when I say snippet one, and then you say snippet Snippets. one. Snippets. It reminds me snippet of Letterman, number one. And, uh, no, 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 and, and, that's and actually Paul.
2: Carson and and uh, that started with Carson Ed and McMahon. Ed McMahon.
0: Yeah, but but didn't yes, Paul, didn't you're correct, sir. You're correct, sir.
2: Yeah, I'm saying that what <laughs> Paul <laughs> Schaefer was doing with with uh, David Letterman was actually right. built off of Ed McMahon right. and Johnny Carson. I'm go to it's, the source.
0: It's homage to both of them. Yeah. Well, are you a Letterman guy or are you a Carson guy? I, I'm both, but really Letterman. Me too. Yeah. Although I love Johnny Carson. Sure. Johnny I mean, Carson's classic, but Letterman, I mean. Right. Snippet number one. Snippet
2: number one. There it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was a long that, snippet. That's in
2: the Arben's book.
0: Yeah, but you got to name the piece. You have to name the snippet.
2: Oh, it's one of those themed variations at the end of the 150 classic uh, melodies. It's one of those. Uh-huh. Um,
0: Happens to be my favorite one. We've talked about it before, but is you have this, no memory of that's that.
2: That's not P- Pilgrim of Love, is it? No. No, no, no.
0: That's right out.
2: <laughs> I love Pilgrim of Love. That's one of my favorites. No, it's not. That, that, not that, you got me. I have
1: that, no that, idea. No,
2: I, I can see it on the page. It's. You
0: gosh. want to hear the theme? That was actually one of the variations.
2: Yeah, I know. That's the variation at the bottom of the page.
0: Keel Row. Keel Row. Keel well row. Done.
2: Wow. Yeah, because that a one actually help. has a page turn in it, doesn't it? Don't you have to turn the page it. at that? terrible page turn. In. It's a bad page turn. See, I Not remember in the
1: that new version, part. probably. Probably not. Uh,
0: yeah, I'd Keel Row. Just turn this page if that's okay. <laughs>
1: Wow, that's very well he done. There we go. snippet number one.
0: Tadigana, well done. Tadigana. 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 Yeah, absolutely. Wow,
2: now you've, now you've
0: identified the book. And listening to listen to him yeah. start with triple tonguing. How about that?
1: Yeah, that's yeah, right really disconcerting. Right
0: that's pretty impressive. You're welcome. You <laughs> <laughs> can only go downhill from here. <laughs> all right. Are we ready? Snippet number two. Sure. Okay. I,
2: I thought I'm bad with titles. I can't believe
1: I came up with Keel Rose. Right? That's amazing.
0: You got, you're going to be all over this one. All
1: right. No shot. No <laughs> shot.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh. Uh, wow.
2: <laughs> that's <laughs> how about if I could play the whole rest of it <laughs>
0: um, from memory, yet not know the title. Not
2: know the title. I might be able to come up with the page number. That's more. brilliant. Is that no? That's not fantasy brilliant.
0: You're in the right part of the book, Brian. We are
2: now. Here's the thing. Can we talk about this for a second? Is it's it not fantasy brill- brilliant? Is it brillante? Because there's no I brilliant. after the that's L. Fine. It's brillante as printed in the book. That, that's correct. So not yeah. brillante, brillante,
0: brillante, actually brillante,
2: brillante. It, there, it's b r i l l a n t e in the book. Yeah.
0: brillante. If it were sort of yeah. Italiano French, isn't that right?
2: Yeah. Do you think that's been a misprint forever, Brian? What are your thoughts?
1: No, that, that seems right. I'm okay. fine with that.
2: Okay. Yeah. So, boom, ba-dum, bing, oh, sorry. Bing, bing, sorry
0: bing, it's uh,
1: Bellini. It's from Costa Diva*. It's um.
0: It is Bellini. Yeah. You're there. I'll tell you who's not screaming at their phone right now. Dr. Yeah, ev- James Moore. Everybody. Mean, oh, I'm sorry. You mean, mean President President. El, president, 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 El, president Presidente. El Presidente. President. El Presidente. Most Reverend James Moore. Who doesn't have he's any president more time to
1: listen to the podcast.
0: No, he's done. He's no, right out. He's, no, now that he's
2: president, he right, can't boys, listen you anymore. you don't have this? Oh, on. variations on Norma. There it is. Is it really Did Norma? Did you look it up? Yeah.
1: No, it's shameful, really.
2: No, how would I look it up? I'm standing here. My arm's book's... At least six feet from where I am right now. It's over on the on Still the radiator where
1: book. the where the Clark book is. There's no radiator. That in need to I use.
2: have a nice building, Brian. There was no radiator. You were have, just that have, warm that morning. <laughs> I have a I have a building that was this building was built in the twenty first century. Warm, warm and no nauseous. There's no
0: radiator. <laughs> we was warm and nauseous. Yeah. All right. A
2: snippet, number three. Snippet, number three. <laughs> Oh,
3: color study two. number two. Yeah. Wow. That's great. the turnaround. What measure? Uh, no, I'm s-
2: kidding. sixteen. All right. Nice. No, it's measure nine. It's measure eight going into the measure nine. It's eight, it's measure eight, eight going into, eight going, it's eight going it's into halfway nine. Halfway through that, because yep. you're supposed to play the first sixteen bars in one breath, which I have not heard anyone actually do.
1: Can, can you do can do that. that though, right?
0: Yeah. Can do that. I can do that.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's because yeah, you have to play it quickly and softly. Right. And actually yeah,
2: make, make that true. measure without going, little, dou, dog, <laughs> yeah, but wait, what the heck just happened here? <laughs> if you'll just think chords, it's E major, B major, first inversion, then it's E flat major, and e then flat major. B flat major, first inversion.
0: Even though it's not written as E flat
2: major, it is No, e it's written major. as, yeah, it's written with, all, those, sharp. Sharp. with all the, all the <laughs> right. double sharps. But yeah, just but a little, but a little, 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 right. little and it's a nice little transition to go right down a half step. Snippet, number
0: four. Oh,
2: Snippet, number four. Is that number... one? Let's see. Is that number four? Characteristic study number four? Nope. Right out. It's not six. Is it... No,
3: wait.
2: Oh, wait. Is that still in two? No, that's not
1: in
2: two. Six. six? No, six is... D. Right? Yeah, F major. not that. Eight or ten. Seven. It's not nope. seven, no, eight or ten. Eight or ten? It's got to be nine. It's got to be nine. It's not nine. It's ten. Yeah, eight or oh. nine. there we
3: go.
0: It's ten. Yep. Character number. I ten.
2: think we're going to call that one a loss for both of us. <laughs> yeah. We False. started guessing so every not number. Not even close. Not
0: even. Close. I could All play right. it. For, I
2: could play you the whole thing. I just don't know what number it is. This I, is... I sang the next bar. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: this is snippet number five. Snippet number five.
2: This is our final snippet. Final Thankfully, snippet.
0: yes. Okay, this is the final snippet. We're all the, over it. The ultimate snippet, one might say, because
2: number four was the penultimate snippet. Pentultimate. No, penultimate.
0: Pentultimate.
2: No, there's there is only one T in penultimate, <laughs> T- and it's near the end of the word. It is in fact the penultimate letter of penultimate is T, and there's right. only one of them.
0: So now the <laughs> snippet, the ultimate snippet, following ultimate snippet, the pentultimate snippet. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> snippet.
0: Number five. Snippet five. Wow, that's pretty snipped. <laughs>
3: that's it?
0: <laughs> wow. That's all we get? Look, you know what book we're in. What more do you need? Okay, it's from the Arbans book. Everything's from the <laughs> Arban's book. It's Snip Snippet Night. What's the meter?
1: First, what's the meter, Joey?
0: <laughs> I think it's two four. <laughs>
1: It sounds like 6'8 to me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> can we hear that- it again? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can play it for you again. Hold on. Ready?
0: Can we hear it again? <laughs> no, that was a different key. Well That's done. not the same snippet.
2: <laughs>
3: well, now you, I'm confused. You
0: played, I'm just messing with you. That was your you. snippet. That's the snippet. Wow. And if I put anything on either side of it, it's going to be such a giveaway. But I'm willing to do that if you guys are really stumped, if I've stumped the band.
2: Uh, you have stumped me. Brian, has he stumped you?
1: It, it's Carnival Venice. Nails. <laughs> Where?
2: <laughs> wow. Huh? Nicely Boom. done. Bri- well, Brian with the cornet solo. Good How's for that you. for a wag?
0: And here's the thing. <laughs> I didn't cheat. I didn't send it to him ahead of time this week. Nope,
2: he God. actually pulled that out. He Actually out of, got it. That, he's, uh, that's, the cor, that's the cornet virtuoso that's right there. Well, <laughs> I knew. God.
0: I knew he dialed it in when it. When he said it was in six, I played two notes, and he said it was in six eight. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh. he is all over it.
2: That's that's just some old bumper up stuff happening right there. That's right. <laughs> mind meld. That's melt.
0: our mind bumper <laughs> up corner. Mind meld. Wow. There you go.
2: Paige, I hope you're paying attention. Paige,
0: no shot. (laughs) (laughs) All right, boys, time for a couple things. (laughs) Look, we try our best to be politically correct here on The Open Bell, and we also committed to keeping our broadcast PG, you know, for the kids. But sometimes it's hard to do both of those things, especially when dealing with something like today's topic, bad Pedagogy. That's great.
1: Let's go in. This yeah.
0: this is long overdue. We've tried to really be. I think we've tried to be careful about this, but tonight we're just going to put it out there.
2: Right, but in the context of now, we've talked a little about uh, schools and things like that, about things that we may or may not agree with as far as large scale approaches. We're being much more specific. We're, you might even say we're getting microscopic with it tonight. Oh wow. We're actually. Well wow, that going should be on our, our list. <laughs> we're actually going of things people say. When they don't know what to say, this is what we mean with bad pedagogy. Yes. Not just like an overarching. We think this school might uh, be lacking in, I don't know, you anything know, anything of substance. Yes, substance. <laughs> yeah, we're saying if you hear this, think about it. And there are some of these that might need some context, but, mm-hmm. but, it, it, you know, we've been to master classes. We've seen some world class performers stand up in front of a large group of people. And say things that leave us going, Oh my. So oh. they they just they just not
0: teachers. They don't Which know. is fine yeah. as long as they
1: don't teach.
0: <laughs> right. It's okay not to be a teacher. It's absolutely okay.
1: You just am not teach. sure it, it's often that they don't don't know what else to say. It's that they think this is really good.
0: So my favorite moment though is when you have a student that comes play for you and you say, Well, what you know, what did you think of that? How did it go? And they say, Well, I just didn't do this thing And I go, yeah. Well, what does that mean? And they're like I don't know. <laughs> like yeah. they've heard this same thing over and over right. again. Yeah. And in fact, that brings us to number one. This is the one. This is, there's no better way this to is rip the mother the of all. off.
2: Uh, I mean, well, Brian leads off, right? Yeah, Brian, Brian, you want to lead you, off with this? You this, do this is the mother oh, oh, of all bed pad pedagogy yes. right here. So we're going from the top to
1: the bottom. We're Let's not go going to the number, from we'll yeah, bottom to top. Let's start with number top. one. Right here.
0: Yeah, start with, Starting
1: well. with number one? Okay, number one. so student plays, and you say, you know what you need to do? Just use more air.
0: Okay, there gonna, it is. I'm gonna tear my headphones off right now. <laughs> yeah, I
1: can't. I don't know how anymore. many
2: students have come in, and I'll say the same thing. So, you know, what'd you think about that? I mean, I guess I I, I probably need to, like you know use some more air or something. I'm like,
0: exactly. Well, how m- and then I go, well, what do you think that means? Uh, uh, well, I don't. I don't
2: know. <laughs> and if if you're if you're worried about this sort of thing, here's all I want you to do. I want you to take your mouthpiece, and I want you to look inside the cup of the mouthpiece. To the throat, which is the hole in the bottom of the cup of the mouthpiece. Mm -hmm. And I want you to look at the size of that. And you trumpet players, I want you to think, is that large? Is that a large hole there? Yeah. How much air can fit through that hole at any one time? Because that's all it's going to take.
1: All of it. All of the air can fit through there at one time. (laughs) That's the whole point.
0: Well, I think it can take more, apparently.
1: (laughs) That's right.
0: Yeah. yeah it's a the problem is again it's used as this, so you hear a player play, and right? and and there's there's an articulation issue or there's a tone issue, there's a range issue and the the be all end all answer to all those things apparently is to use more air yeah,
2: just use more air no. yeah just use more air. yeah nope. now the context of this if we go back to beginning band, there are some times where you'll hear young students put up and it's like put all right put, and <laughs> right. so right. you do want them essentially. Sure. I look at it this way. You actually want to have some strength before you get control. So I'd rather have kids overdoing it and dial it back than to try and underdo it and then get it up to, like, level. Right. Right. So if you're a sixth grader, yeah, blow your guts out. Knock yourself out. And then we're going to get under control of that, and it's going to be fine. But if you're in high school and you're practicing or you're in college or you're young professional, I can think of very, very, very rare instances where I might say, you know, I think this might be an air issue. Yeah. (laughs) Right, it's just not. That's just that's just not the be all and end all. And for generations, it's the first thing out of the yeah. gate,
0: and it's bad. Just, just stop, stop really saying bad. it. Really bad. Let's figure let's out let's what's stop saying it. Really going on. Yeah, don't just say use more air. You <laughs> think Anton Bidinger just used more air? No.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, use more air is
0: the seven C of bad pedagogy.
1: Oh, that's great.
0: That's really nice. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like it if everyone would have just adopt 7C as a way to say that it's bad. Anything is bad. How's your, How are those wings? Dude, flat 7C. out 7C. 7C? <laughs> flat out 7C. So what
2: you're saying is 7C is the, the 4F of, yeah. <laughs> to go to ancient yeah. military terminology. Yeah. Hey, hey ¿Cómo está? 7C. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm, we've started something now. Now we're That's, ready. are this is the, the
0: this is all going to be on the new merch. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> new shirts. Now,
2: listen, my students are all in here,
0: dude. I know there's other people asking too. Yeah, I I guess it's time to order to, some we, hoodies. We need we gotta to do we it. We need to get on this. We got to do it. Yeah, we got the design. We're ready to go. All right, we're we better ready. keep moving here. We yeah. got we got a lot of bad pedagogy to get. There's to. a lot. Unfortunately, there's a lot of bad pedagogy. True. All right, Joey, take number two. This is all you.
2: This is one of my favorites. Well, what you need to do is be more efficient.
0: There we go. <laughs> Perfect. That's,
2: that Thanks, Coach. That's helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, uh, on the surface, and even way below the surface, this has very little practical meaning to any student <laughs> who's not playing
0: well. Does that right. mean that you can carry your case and your book bag together and save a trip? Is that Same what that time. means? Yeah.
2: That would be more efficient. That and would your be music more stand. Yeah. yeah.
0: But I don't understand playing to be more efficient when you're playing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, I do think, again, contextually speaking, there are students who might be working too hard, and you want them to get a better result while doing less work. But if you just say to them, be more efficient, they're not going to figure that part (laughs) out. It's not going to help. So
0: here's an option. Maybe what you might say to that student is, hey, it would appear that you're working too hard.
2: Yeah. It's just a thought. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I, I think if we ease up a little bit, you might get a better result.
0: We could relax yeah. a little more. Right.
2: Yeah. But, yeah, be, uh, the the word efficient is a really difficult one around pe- brass mm-hmm. pedagogy because there are people that seem to be looking for some magic formula. But th- we haven't really figured out a way to figure out how hard any one person is actually working and if that's universal across all players. So right. to say that being more efficient is also some sort of universal, you know, uh, solution – is a ludicrous contention.
0: It's too bad there isn't like a meter you can hook up to your face to see how efficient you're being. Now we're getting something. How efficient your if pressure only. is. Oh, if only. If you had, only. Like, make enough pressure. So would you use? <laughs> what, my question to you is: Would you, if you found a player that needed to be more efficient, would you have them use more air?
3: <laughs> Obviously, because okay, using yeah.
2: more
0: air. Wait, that's, that's less efficient. That I guess you'd want like to lose least doing, doing more there. effort. Effort. You know, Hold <laughs> on. Like like
2: carry the four, four nine, divided by. There it is.
0: Yeah, I think that's right. Jeez. Yeah, that's what I think would be the case, right? Yeah, that should fix everything. That should do it. All right, uh, get least, us in, get least us least right number into three. number three. I, I can't even tell you how happy I am, happy I am. <laughs> I can't even speak how happy I am that I get to say this one because this has confused me and made me angry since I first started playing the trumpet. Yeah, here it comes same. Use breath support. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what that means. That's the breath. problem. Do you know there were times when I sat around going breath support, breath. Breath, support, supporting breath. I would say it so many times it would stop making sense. Well, it, it, it even stopped making like sense anything. the first time. Well, I'm saying it doesn't even sound like words <laughs> to me anymore. Right. It never made sense to me. It was right out. Right That's out. Right <laughs> out. is yeah, uh, like you're asking someone to, to add tension?
2: Well, yes and no. Again, the context of, you know, if you, there are people that say, well, you just exhale into the trumpet and then the sound comes out, which isn't really a thing right right (laughs) so there is an idea of you are in some way for lack of a better term blowing right right sure so you want to make sure that that is actually done well so if somebody's doing that poorly their solution is well use breath support but if especially if you're in sixth grade or seventh grade that again doesn't have any practical meaning right Yeah.
0: I wish that we could, that we were actually, we should post this video to see the twitch that I get in my face every time you even just say breast support. (laughs) I will tell you, Barbara
2: Barbara Butler, what she used to do, and I imagine um, nobody's allowed to do this anymore, Uh, she would take, she's like, "Um, we need to talk about how you're blowing into the trumpet. And she would take my right hand and she would put it right under her rib cage. And I'm mm-hmm. not a touchy person, so this was wildly uncomfortable mm-hmm. for me. Super uncomfortable for great. you. I'm loving the story like, already. Yes. And she, and she did this to lots of people. We've talked about it with other students. She's like, now listen, she would play, and you would feel that engagement, right? Yeah, sure. So I do think that's now she was giving me an absolutely concrete example of what she was saying instead of just looking at me and saying, yeah, she some breath support. Mm. <laughs> so I do think there's, a, again, context there that leads us to bad pedagogy of well-meaning right but meaningless statements.
0: But again, if you if you have mastered breath support, you can manage to use more air and become more efficient. I think that's where we're, we're See, going. we're tying this all together. That's the trifecta. That's right. There it
2: is. We, I think you just hit for the cycle. I did. <laughs>
1: By the end of this, they'll just have a couple of things to think about.
2: I think that was walk-off pedagogy. I was going to walk-off pedagogy. That's where I was going next. I was just waiting for the I opening. shoot you where
0: you sit. Brian, <laughs> oh this my is God. the way, every time you hear walk-off is the way I, I feel when I hear breath support. Breath support. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. All right. All right. We better keep moving. Brian, number okay. four.
1: Oh, I love this one.
0: I'm going to agree that you get this one.
1: You, you need to breathe from your diaphragm.
0: I'm... This is one of my all-time I favorites. I love this. I, I never knew what it meant to say, "C red, until right now. <laughs> right. So anybody that
2: knows anything uh, about the diaphragm knows, what do they know about the diaphragm, Brian? It's, Brian. Well,
1: th- well, that <laughs> it's an involuntary muscle. Thank you. Yeah. And now just, <laughs> Sorry. Wait,
2: hold on. Hold on. Guys, please that keep is using true. The words. Keep is, using words. Now... <laughs> but air goes in there right (laughs) oh my god
1: when it flexes it goes down but
2: does does air go in it
1: no so we're gonna have so So what
2: what you're saying (laughs) is that the diaphragm (laughs) is is an involuntary muscle that does not collect or disperse air (laughs) right so we should breathe from that breathe from it yes of course
0: totally use it
1: exactly yeah
2: well, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. If we I had any see, listeners, this would really help them. Wow, I, I can see how that's really going to help.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. I would say this. I mean, now I'm starting to Diaphrag. understand a little bit how what an important role the diaphragm plays in breath support. <laughs> well,
2: that helps you use more air, which makes yeah, you more which, efficient.
0: Ultimately, your diaphragm makes you more efficient. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. That's yeah. fantastic. Wow. There it is. Exactly. Breathe okay. from your diaphragm. Yes. Say that, that has, 10 times in a row.
1: That has been
2: said for generations.
0: You know what? If you say that <laughs> enough times over and over again, it starts to sound like breath support. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like rubber baby buggy bumpers. Wow. You're Look welcome. Look at you. I know.
2: You're going to start selling uh, sea shells by the <laughs> seashore
0: <soon>. <laughs> <laughs> How much wood could have was? That was shot? the next one out. And yep. let's please move away from these to number five.
2: Uh, this could not be better than in my
0: wheelhouse, because <laughs>
2: I heard this you a love lot this. growing up. Make it more musical. Oh yeah. <laughs> so there you go. people That's would say clear. this to me, and I would thinking I, as a young man, thought, well, I played all the right notes in all the right order, and isn't like what else is there? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, more musical. Meaningless statements That's that right. give students nothing but confusion.
0: Yeah. I've heard people say that in a master class, too. Like, what did you think? Well, it could be more musical. Oh. Huh. What does that mean?
1: Let's talk about what that
2: means. Talk about
0: that. Yeah. But no, that's usually, that's the answer. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: So, but without so any other, con- without
0: I, any other context,
2: meaningless statement.
0: I just imagine a young Joey Tartell standing there going, okay, playing it exactly the same way, but moving his horn around a little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, if somebody said that
2: to me, you know, like, make it more musical, I would look down and say, well, what part of the page did I not play right? <laughs> well, I think I played all the right notes in all the right order, and I played the slurs right, and I played the dynamics right, and I played the notes right, and the articulations right. I don't know. That, that's right.
0: Right. Now, we're not saying it's not possible to play musical. It's incredibly— Musically. Musically. There you but, go. But it's possible to do that, but you have to have to you have to be able to inform someone what that means.
2: You have to give them actual— Actual information. Yeah. Like, listen, music, for example, if you're playing a cornet solo and you're playing it completely rigidly in time, you might say, (laughs) you know what? In playing these, often you have some leeway here. You can push and pull with the phrase. And where does the first phrase go? Where are you headed here? You know, when we worked with, um, oh, who did we work with in New Mexico on Mahler 5? What was her name? Mm, Um, She played, and I said, uh, was that Mary? Mary? It was Mary. Yeah. And I stood up and I said, where's the first place you're going here? Right? Where's the first phrase go? Yeah. All right. So get me from here to there. Right. This is now concrete information. Like, okay, now you have a direction of where you're building towards. Right. Instead of You 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 know, you just just... make just make them more musical.
0: Yeah, you just can't (laughs) leave it and make it more musical. Meaningless means nothing. Completely meaningless. Just Uh, speaking of which, get us to number six there, William. Like the diaphragm. Okay, number six, you've just got to feel it. Okay. (laughs) Good, now someone else is as angry as I am.
2: Uh, This is one of the ones I I got really angry, especially as someone uh, young trying to figure out how to play jazz. Mm. Oh, yeah. And I would listen to people that sounded really, really good, and I did not sound really, really good, and I would ask them, what do you do? (laughs) Hey, man, you just got to feel it.
0: (laughs) Feel what? Exactly. It. It, It, It. obviously, it. It. No, you just got to get with the records.
1: And
2: feel (laughs) it.
0: (laughs) And feel it you gotta feel it getting with the records is good advice just to be clear to be clear
1: to be clear To be clear.
0: but yeah it's gonna have to go a little bit deeper than you've just got to feel it and but i think that's applicable outside of jazz too i mean that's everything yeah when you hear a great player turn a phrase or play something that moves you in some way let's figure out how they did that right Right. but you just can't tell a student you just got to feel it got to have concrete ways as you're saying to to describe how do you've got to have a drop-down menu of things that you can say that's going to evoke a certain response. And Give if the student doesn't
1: feel it, they're going to say, well, I just will never feel it. I don't know what that means. I'm never going to make it. I
0: thought right. it was musical.
1: Right, because that's what <laughs>
2: students take away. Well, yeah, I just can't hear it, so I guess I suck. I guess i got to quit. Yep. Right. And, and that is like, what students take away from that. Of course.
0: Well, and our hope is that whoever's listening is going, oh, no. I have to stop <laughs> saying that. Please. Or I hope that. I hope you can least... take away that. You can still say it, but then be ready, like in the next breath to just say what you mean. Right. Just if you're get, gonna say to someone,
2: to I want this, I want you to play that more musically, the next thing has to be, and here's how.
1: And here's what you do. Yeah.
0: This is the way it works.
2: Yeah. Cause you gotta say, you've just gotta feel it. Oh my gosh.
0: I can't <laughs> believe that I don't get to say the next one. No, Brian. This is up to Brian.
1: Is is this me number seven? You're on number yeah.
0: seven.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> play the notes shorter.
0: I'm so angry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. Well, this is also this is also an ensemble thing, right? It to is. make it to make it clear, to make it together, to make it line it together, up. But, but it, it is a up. solo thing. It Actually, is,
2: yeah. Michael Morgan and I talked about this. when we were talking about playing and he says We've got to talk about these sorts of things, the markings and the definitions, because, boy, you know, we see we see staccato notes over the 16th. And I said, I will tell you, when I was editing the, the Bousquet and the, and the Goldman, I said, the first thing I asked is, can we take the 16th off of all of these notes? And they said. The staccatos off the staccatos all staccatos the 16ths. Yes. Oh, the sorry. 16th. That's correct. Thank you. It Take the staccatos off all these 16th notes. And they said, no. And I said, <laughs> you have to understand what this is making students do. It's yeah. making them play poorly instead of encouraging them to play well.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. leading to a series of, of, of an ornament that I like to call the poltremento. <laughs> <laughs> like, how short do you really want that to be? Yeah,
1: of course.
2: And if you're playing a, a, a line of 16th notes and they're all marked staccato and you're at any sort of tempo, no. you're not actually playing a literal staccato in separation. Right. right. So trying to play those short, going like, you know, there's there's no way to do that and sound good.
0: And especially if you are practicing something in a slow tempo and you play staccato at a slow tempo, then speed it up, it's gonna just be like popcorn. Yeah. Right. That's terrible. Terrible marking. Yeah. Agree. Terrible marking. But yeah, just playing short. You're right, it does come out of the ensemble thing where directors are trying to get things to line, but if everyone just plays it shorter and hammers it right here on the downbeat, then we'll all hear it and we'll all line it up. And right. It will be right. And we will knock every ounce of resonance out of it. That's right, of course. It's going to sound like...
1: But it'll be together.
0: But it'll be together. <laughs> and that's all which, that matters. Well, which gets us right to number eight. Number
1: eight,
2: right. Well, oh. this is, again, this is aimed at ensemble. This is ensemble pedagogy here as well. Mm-hmm. Well, just look up at play together. Just look up.
0: (laughs) I don't understand the problem with this one. I mean, I saw it on the list. Wagger! Uh, Wagger! (laughs) (laughs) Control freak wagger. This is the problem, right? It doesn't have anything to do with that. It's not a visual game. It's an aural game. And I will
2: tell you, as I I get to play with a lot of orchestras, and orchestras uh, historically and stereotypically play a little bit late, right? Sure. Now, different orchestras play later than others yes so my first time with a new orchestra my first piece is where do these people play (laughs) yeah (laughs) right are they are they pretty close to where the you know the the conductor drops that downbeat or are they uh, right after it are they considerably after it and it's all over the map but Mm -hmm. all of these orchestras as soon as as soon as we start are together amazingly they're not looking still up play to play together. together they are listening to play together
0: yes yeah absolutely and if you're in an ensemble you can There's so much information to be gained i actually do an exercise when i'm wagging do it say wagger, when wagger. always wagging you know what are you wearing a turtleneck right <laughs> now i'm not it's a sweatshirt he's I'm pulling
1: shirt. it down
2: desperately yeah, he's <laughs>
0: just pulled that down. It's like a mock turtleneck <laughs> it's right a there mock cycling sweatshirt <laughs> turtleneck um but i do a thing where we have the ensemble close their eyes and start a note together yeah to make them aware that if you're really paying attention within the group there's this dynamic you can hear the entire group breathe at the same time you mm-hmm. have a sense of when people are going to play you could do the same thing with releases if you're listening to the energy of the sound you don't have to look up to play together as an ensemble you have to be aware of what's going on around you
2: yeah absolutely
0: that's it and it works in chamber music or, or large ensembles too yeah.
1: yeah exactly
2: all right uh, do i get to do number you get, nine you get number nine oh, that's right, we, okay, right, wheelhouse of this wheelhouse experience. for you
0: <laughs> just figure it out <laughs> jeez that is great teaching right <laughs> that's some really great advice you wish you did you just need to go sit in front of a mirror and figure it out <laughs> just go just go sit there and just figure it out now we're going to give you no information no nine, zero times, no direction
2: that's it. Just
0: figure it out. In fact, too much information <laughs> is probably a bad thing for you. you just That's right. That horn just, out of the case. You just go sit in there and think about what you've done and figure it out. Just figure figure it about out. What you've done.
3: Right. Let's take this
0: to the extreme, Jeez. which I always like to do. Oh, yes. So if
2: this is pedagogy and this is people's pedagogy. Let's let's take it all the way back to beginners. So you're gonna you're gonna get a, a sixth grader or fifth grader and young trumpet player who's never played trumpet. You're gonna hand the student a trumpet case and say, "All right, I'm gonna be back in an hour. Figure it out. Figure it
0: out. Figure it out. See if you can figure <laughs> out to play it." Well, now
2: that's in room I, one. In room okay. two. is is it is a teacher who is going to say all right latches down so the horn doesn't fall out put your mouthpiece in this way hold it this way put your hands here all right set up here all right now let's try and make a sound who do you think most of the time is going to have more figured out in an hour or a week or a month or a year
0: the kid in front of the mirror is going to win this that's right.
1: No, no, the teacher with the kid in front of the mirror is going to win this the teacher has to do nothing. Right, right.
0: I, I will say this: with beginners, it's it's great to do do the initial thing, but to not give too much information before the first sound. I do right. like get this. them playing. I might, I might yeah. play. I might say this is the way it works. I might put it on my face and play, and then you know, hand them the horn and ju- because there's they a go. chance. There's a chance that it could just work, and then you well, don't sure. have to do anything. Right, yeah. So I do love that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely.
2: I'm not saying overload. Yeah. What I'm saying is give the right amount of information. Yeah,
0: but you just know, figure it here's out.
2: Here's how to hold it. Here's what we're doing. Here's what it looks like. Go.
0: But zero information is not, not okay. Zero information <laughs> Here, is zero go information. Go figure this That's out. That's not zero, teaching. That is zero, lack of teaching. Yes, zero information in a mirror is not okay. <laughs> Correct. Wow. Now, speaking what of wheelhouse. Shame. Yes. Oh, Brian,
2: you want to you want to take a whack at number 10? We did not set these out to do this, but they're working nobody. really well this <laughs> See, way. I
0: thought you tweaked the list as I looked down through here. And when we started tonight, I was like, you no tweak this to make I this land a certain way. Yeah, no, these are you landing, know, they are I landmark. D- I did not have access to the Google Doc because you I did. work. I work in You pages. have a, That's not true. You have access to the Google you didn't Doc. You send don't it. use. You didn't have it the
1: chops to, to get it.
2: I
0: sent it to you, you a week to, ago. Well, but not after you updated it. You needed you to send it again. You can access it at any time. I don't understand how any of this works. That is correct. Your, <laughs> that's your clear. Old
2: man, your old man is showing. <laughs> right
0: why didn't well, it just show up in pages
2: i, I actually sent it to you on stone tablets it'll be there tomorrow
0: <laughs>
2: why the doesn't Pony, it the self in pages it to you.
0: <laughs> i don't understand why it just didn't show up in pages
1: i love that part <laughs> holy
0: moly pages <laughs> okay. all right brian number 10 oh yeah this. so
1: using a tuner to play in tune yeah. It's, it's not a visual game. I'm sorry. No,
0: no, no.
2: <laughs> I made the smiley face. I'm in tune. You dudes are out of tune. You're dude. You're out of tune. You're out of tune.
0: Dude, you listen to me. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, not a visual game. Now, we've talked about this before. The tuner does serve a purpose. Of it course. helps you figure sure. out if, if your horn has certain tendencies, but you even do that by closing your eyes and playing the note and then opening your eyes to see where the tuner is. Right. You don't use the tuner to play in tune. Right,
2: because when you're playing with other people,
0: tuning is relative.
1: <sighs> That's right. The there are a lot of bands who practice with tuners on their stands. Oh, yes,
0: it's ridiculous. It drives me insane.
1: Totally insane.
0: Not yeah. okay. The pitch is a living, breathing thing. It's like it's like fire. 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 <laughs> fire. As soon as you start, it changes anyway. As soon as the room heats up. Yeah. You know? Come on.
1: It is amazing. It's got a place. And the place is it's a reality check. That's all.
0: Sure. You could check to see, you know, certain tendencies you have on certain notes. Yeah. But not not on the fly, not in traffic, in rehearsal. No. You're no. you're not paying attention to the right things. What a shame. Yeah, it's a shame. It really is. All right, Joey, number eleven. All right. <laughs> now listen. I'll just go right in.
2: Well, let, let, let's check your mouthpiece.
3: <laughs> now, as pedagogy,
2: equipment can be very important. Yes. Sure. Absolutely. But it's usually not the first stop.
0: But there is one exception to this rule. If they if have a hear, 7C. If they have a 7C. <laughs> if you hear you all this 7C. stuff going on and you're like, I know that sound. <laughs> I know the 7C so well that I've had, I've been in a festival with 160 kids in the ensemble, and I hear a trumpet player drop a mouthpiece. I've done this before just to entertain myself. And I'll go, uh, let me guess. It's a 7C. <laughs> and, the, and the kid will pick it up and look at it and go, how did you know that? <laughs> that is wow. awesome. I've done that's, it. That's world-class <laughs> wagging right there. And I can tell it's from, the, great from wagging. The, the thin sound it makes when it hits a riser. <laughs> thin tank
2: yeah. makes Yeah, it makes. Uh, other than that. If a student comes in, especially a new student, especially someone you don't know well, and and your first thought is, let's mess with their equipment. Mm -hmm. No. (laughs) It's not a thing. No, 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 no. Let's work on the actual approach to playing the instrument, and Mm -hmm. and let's work on music, and then see. Because equipment, as we've discussed on here previously, is after you've been working and when things are going well, is a time to go, okay, now let's address some limitations, but not right out of the gate.
0: Yeah. Right. Right out. Right, right out. You should probably probably wait for that. Yeah. That's awesome. Right. It's 12 to me. That 12, 12 is you. Yeah. Oh, this is awesome. You just have to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I get all these abandonment ones? Yeah, yeah
3: right. Do
2: <laughs> you
0: have abandonment issues there? No, Bill? I don't. I imagine these it's
1: students a... just out in a field all by themselves in the cold with the wind blowing. Yeah. <laughs> you just have yeah. to hear it. And the student going, wow, what yeah. the hell happened? It's
0: <laughs> yeah, just them and a mirror and the wind. Yeah. <laughs> And of course the question I was
1: asking hear what hear
3: what <laughs> yeah
0: it.
1: it obviously
0: but this this is the big one too I, this this comes out of the jazz pedagogy thing i think a lot right oh yes like, yeah. of course you want students to use their ears but yes. but this this also happens on on the other side of it for us too which is like, no there's more than that what exactly you have to teach students how to listen and what to listen for yep. so that they know. right yeah, got to, go in to say you
2: have to hear it is probably in, indicative of a student who can't hear it and then needs to learn how to do that. Yes. yes.
0: Like we've talked about before, I think you can't, you can't assume you can't assume they, that students know how to practice. You can't assume that they know how to listen. Like we can now send them a thousand links and tell them to listen to something. But unless it's guided listening, it's probably not going to do any good.
1: Right. Not going to help that much. Get
0: the score out. Let's talk about how you're going to listen, what you're going to listen for, all that. that that's good pedagogy correct you just have to hear it bad pedagogy bad pedagogy
1: <laughs> we bad. want to be helpful not unhelpful right are oh. you ready for you ready for 13 i'm i
2: I'm, I'm jealous of 13 this is my second favorite boy, one on yeah list. i do so love Brian this pulled some really good this ones is here. a good one
1: yeah uh if you can sing it you can play it oh boy i'm sorry that's just not true <laughs> i, I remember the first there time are people who can play it who can't sing it.
2: Oh, I remember the first time I heard this. Yeah. The first time I heard this, if you can't sing it, you can, if you can sing it, you can play it. And I thought, wait a minute, I can't sing any of this and I can play all of it. I can play all of
1: it. Yeah.
2: You know, cause my ears were not catching up and uh, I'm thinking this can't be true. <laughs> Plus right. let's just talk about, let's just go straight to the fun part. Yeah. I can't, I can't sing a double C. <laughs> I, I
0: can play wow. one. I'd like to hear that.
1: You also can't make that little ball in that wooden contraption and float no. in the air. <laughs> well, then why, you can this, play a double my, C immediately
0: after my career is going nowhere. No, listen, that's right. This is a whole episode. I'm going to actually go in my notes here in pages and add this for <laughs> maybe like episode 85 or so. Things Joey can't do. Right. Sing. <laughs> that's going to be a, a long C. list. <laughs> float the red ball. Yeah. Inflate. A breathing bag. Played an entirely no, breathing I, bag. I, I can I
2: can inflate a breathing bag. <laughs> so, yeah, but can
0: you break it? Uh,
2: no, I, I don't think I've ever broken one. But, <laughs> Jeez. So, but uh, I, the, the sing it, you can play it thing, it, I understand the idea of you should be listening and you should have a, an idea of how the music flows and goes yeah. this way, but <laughs> it's just ludicrous. You're just setting kids up for failure again by saying, well, you better be able to do this or you can't
0: play. Sure you can. Just play. Maybe they don't mean literally sing it. Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kill you.
1: Well, and Joey, you, you do sing pitches. I mean, we've been in a room when you've, you've yeah, said mm-hmm. you sang you sang, sang a pitch and sure. it was right and, and all that. But yeah, literally, you don't have to be able to sing it. If you can sing it, doesn't mean you can play it.
0: Right. I mean, we do play a soprano instrument. Yes. Yeah. Right. So you have to be able to sing that. Mm-hmm. I
2: also People play a bass sing. instrument. Right. I do.
0: And I no. can't sing any of those
2: now. Someone needs And I think for some people it some. can
1: help, right? I'm not saying it doesn't help and that no, we're not I certainly,
2: yeah. singing is a bad idea. No. Right. We're saying that there's not literally a one to one. That's right.
0: Right. That's right. It's not yeah. going to be the answer. Yeah. Right. If a student can't play something, having them, if the only thing you give them is you have to be able to sing it, it's not going to get any better. No. No. <laughs> And Brian you got good how'd you get the good stuff he got the good he made that the that was list. lucky number yeah. 13 too that's right
1: yeah
2: that was a good one
0: all right Joey, Joey.
2: all right number 14 this I've heard more from ensemble directors than I have from trumpet teachers here we go <laughs> when they get frustrated they turn to their band like you just need to go home and figure out why that sucks
1: Go home and figure it out. This is actually, out. a friend of mine actually was told this in a trumpet lesson. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I've They're seen like, this from, uh, from directors. The directors get just frustrated with their ensembles. I'm yeah. like, right. just go home. This sucks. Go figure it out.
0: Go, look, <laughs> go I want on. you to go home, figure out why it sucks. Look, do you have a music stand? Do you have a mirror? All right. Get your tuner out. Get your tuner out.
2: And sit there alone with no information.
0: <laughs> right. Breathe from your diaphragm, use more air, and figure out why it sucks.
2: Put your 7C in there.
3: Wow.
2: <laughs> yeah, these are again these these are statements that sometimes seem born out of frustration rather than education. Right. And what, yeah. the, what the funny part is, is that they lead to more frustration, not to better trumpet playing and music. Right. Well, because
1: students are earnest, right? They want to do the right thing. They want to play better. They don't want to suck. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So you're not helping and, them.
0: And it's okay for you to assign something to a student and ask them to practice it, but you need to give them the tools to do it. You have to give them strategies to figure it out. Yeah. Right. Yeah, or if they bring something in that. and it really does suck,
2: tell them why and how and then how and why to fix it. Yes. Let <laughs> them figure out how to, to do it. Let me tell you that, yeah. if I've a i have I have asked a student one you know, a couple of times. How do you think that went? And they said, I thought that was pretty good. And I'm like, wow, we are on different pages. That sucked. <laughs> and terrible. here's why it sucked. Right. And so yeah. that they can really identify Here's why that sucked. And now here's what you do.
0: Yeah. Here's the strategy.
2: Absolutely. Fits. Very yeah. important. All right, Bill. Yeah. I know you haven't felt like you've gotten some good ones. No, this is a good one. But, <laughs> but I'm this really is happy a good one. This, one. <laughs> this is a good one.
0: Just play it in tune.
2: Right. <laughs> I yeah. Love that. I, I don't understand why, just,
0: why it's just, not in tune. Just play in tune. I mean, I in do. a quintet I stand, coaching, I stand next to Brian, but I mean, that's just play louder. The Brian, that's the thing. Brian's so loud. You don't know if it's in tune or out of tune. No, right. it's, hard, it's impossible to tell. Well, that's right. the point.
1: That's the only reason I play
0: louder. He, he blows past the intonation. Bury Brian. those
1: pitches.
2: But right. The yeah. idea of, oh, oh, I, I've had had someone just asked before, I would have just been playing in tune. Now well, I'll you, just do it.
0: Why didn't you say so? Yeah. Yeah. So, again, equipping them with the idea of what to hear, understanding the difference, understanding that it is actually out of tune, because a lot of students struggle with that.
1: Don't and, know. And the
0: big thing with intonation is there is this uh, – the students are afraid to say they don't know. Right. And so I, I, I go way out on this to say, look – At the beginning, all you need to decide is, is it in tune or out of tune? You don't need to know how many cents sharp or flat it is. Let's just see if we can agree that it's in tune or out of tune, and that's good enough. You don't even have to say sharp or flat. And then ultimately, and eventually, okay, now what do you think? Do you think it's flat? Do you think it's sharp? Well, great. And then here's how we adjust for that. But, again, equipping them with the knowledge to know. But not everyone everyone can hear it. Well, if you just hear it, you just have to hear it. You just got to hear it and then you, you just, just got to play in tune
1: just, you just play it in tune it out. well and make it musical
0: it, then you can play it i'll, I'll tell you what makes <laughs> intonation better from play the notes shorter You're right
1: <laughs> no beats there are no beats then
0: there's no beats <laughs>
2: in a t- Chicago 16th <laughs> doesn't book. speak long enough to create <laughs> beats. Right.
1: tony was great about that he he conducted the Oberlin brass guild when i was a freshman uh he was the teacher uh sabbatical replacement teacher and tony was like wow this is really out of tune and everybody's like, tony plogue tony Plug. yeah there we go just making sure we he's, know who we're talking about Tony he plogue, was amazing he was great.
2: trumpet player trumpet teacher trumpet pedagogue and musician writer writer composer, composer. yeah tony, amazing everything and
1: he he just stopped he was like oh um you play that note it's a tonic play it okay you three also have the tonic let's all play that okay right. that's in tune okay now you three have the what's the fifth you play yours against this tonic now you hear that that's a little bit out of tune you can hear these beats okay raise it a little bit <gasps> the whole group's like whoa okay now all three of you on the fifth okay now you guys all have the third play that nope that's not right that's the piano intonation here's right. <laughs> here's how we lower the third and then the chord like locks in the, it's like a revelation to the whole the whole group I-
2: I had one of uh, it was actually one of John Rommel's doctoral students came by to ask me about a couple of things and said, "Can you explain what resultant tones are to me?" I said, "Yeah, oh, yeah. pull your horn out," <laughs> and she played great. Right? I said, "We're gonna play a duet now. If we're really matching sound and pitch, when we hit certain stuff, you'll hear underneath. So let's see if we can do this." So we're just playing, and we you know got to that place, and you could hear a little zzz, you know little buzz underneath in the room. Yep. And she just stopped immediately. And went, "What the heck was that?" Like, what is that? That's resultant tone. That's resultant. We get a last chord, and we really lock it. You'll hear underneath. So I've never heard that before. I'm like, well, it's about time. Yeah. <laughs> right?
0: And and you can move that tone around by bending pitch. If one yep. of you bends pitch, you can make it move, which sometimes makes it easier for students to hear. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, yeah. and, and also, this is a weird thing too, but I found if you have students cup cup their hands behind their ears, mm-hmm. it somehow makes it easier to pick up too. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But interesting things to listen for, but you but you have to give them something to just listen for. Play it in or, tune. Or just play it in just, tune. Just play it in tune. He's not gonna get it done. <laughs> yeah. That's right. All right, Brian. Oh, this is good for you too. This is
1: another thing that I've I have heard.
0: Brian's winning bad pedagogy. <laughs> yeah. Well well, we all as you that. would ex- <laughs> As you would expect. <laughs> no surprise. <laughs> just
1: play in time and everything will be together.
3: Uh,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so
2: it's this the is, time version of just playing tune, just playing time. And I know, playing time. I know a bands.
0: I know of bands where every student has a metronome on their stand. Oh yeah. Well, that'll do it. Yeah. That'll well, make it, does, it in perfect. It time. does help us with uh, just look up. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know. Wow. You know, it, it definitely would fix that.
2: And, and listen, you know, playing in time is is certainly important. But again, time, even when things should be rigid, rarely is. Uh, so. When you think about, uh, especially marching bands and drum corps, that are like using big metronomes over loudspeakers to lock everyone in, sure. which from a rehearsal perspective can be okay. Sure. Right? But, but eventually what you've got to do is listen. Yeah. You've got to be with the other people. You have to be playing. You have to do two things at once. And this is the hard part of playing in time. If you're listening so that to see if you fit in, you're late. Right. Yes. And if you're thinking, I'm going to show people where this is, then you're early. You're early. Yeah. So you've got yeah. to be doing two things at once to play in tune, which is playing confidently right down the middle and listening at the same time. Yep. Yeah. You have to do both of those things.
0: And the, it's it's okay to point out to students what they should be listening for in at any given moment, especially in difficult times. Right, Brian, and you remember you and I were sitting in a rehearsal? <laughs> yes, we were. And I, said, and I go, you know, if... If they would just listen to the snare drum there.
1: That's playing 16th
2: notes. <laughs> right. Well, playing 16th Liga, digga, 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 digga. And Brian goes,
0: you know, if you guys would just do the thing <laughs> right down Main Street. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
3: You and know, like does, hey, yeah.
2: you're sitting in a large ensemble and say, all right, you've got a whole note and you seem to be getting late to one. Who plays on beat four? Uh...
1: Right. I don't know. <laughs> no right. idea
2: that's why you're late to be beat, beat one you're just <laughs> sitting dead on a whole note right knowing where stuff's going on absolutely
1: i have had students who are trying to learn to play in time and um they insist that they're playing with a metronome and i was like i think you and i have a different a definition of what playing with a metronome <laughs> means you're in a room and the metronome is on and beating <laughs> away you're not with the metronome <laughs> right yeah. So we record it, record them playing with it and then record me playing with the metronome like, oh, that's a very different. Yes, it's a very yeah. different thing.
2: And Just I've actually being... I've done this as well with uh, like some lyrical studies. I'm like, all right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to I'm going to time how long it takes you to play this etude and mm-hmm. you play at your tempo. And then I'm going to play it at your tempo as well. And then you start noticing how many how often people stop and start which is not just missing notes. That's a time issue. Yes. So they'll play and I'll say, okay, that took you a minute and 15 seconds. All right. So now you time me and let's agree that I'm about your tempo. Okay. Boom. They're like, why was that 45 seconds? Because I'm not stopping and starting (laughs) and stopping and starting. That's also playing in time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's big. Yeah. I like it. All right, so I'm at 17. You are number 17. All right, uh, again, this this goes to the large ensemble sort of thing, generally speaking. If you, if you all just played your parts, it would sound good. Just play your parts. <laughs> well, again, just play that, your parts. That is true. Yeah. Yeah, that's really a, a, we're talking about the abdication of of teaching here. Yes. Just play your parts is as good as it gets mm-hmm. for the abdication of any sort of responsibility of teaching anyone anything.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you can't. It's okay to shift responsibility for certain things. Sure, you know, like listening, yeah, or like deciding what you should do with intonation and all Blend. those things. but the generalist approach to if you all just played your parts, it would sound good. Is you, you might need to go a little deeper. <laughs> you think to get yeah. better, maybe, maybe just a little. But we've all heard it, right? Totally, yes. it's out there. That bad mm. pedagogy is alive and well. I number 18. All
2: right, this all this right, Bill. good one. You're, you're finishing strong here. I love this.
0: I love this. <laughs> D- don't miss so many notes. Just try harder. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm going to say. That made up for a couple that Brian got to say. Yeah. That works every time, wow, doesn't it? trying harder. No. no. That'll fix everything. <laughs> no. You can't just say that. Yeah, well, but and I've had students say it too, like, I guess I just need to try harder. No, I'm actually, not trying hard enough. No, you don't. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I miss that. But this that has come out of hard trumpet
2: hard teachers and band directors and orchestra directors since time began. Mm-hmm. I just need to try harder. Yeah, no. Uh, no, that's and not a thing. That's not there pedagogy. Are st-
1: there are students who, who need to concentrate harder and be more focused. And you can help them do that give them specific, specific things to think about and to concentrate on and ask, ask them to, you know, reflect on where their mind is at any point in the, in the phrase. But that's a different thing than just try harder.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All those words, right. As Joey says all the time, words have meanings. Words have meaning. Yeah. Well, but it's plural. So Oh my gosh! <laughs> Some words do have several meanings. It's that's, possible. That's
2: that's also true.
0: Okay, good. <laughs> anyway, <Fantastic. laughs> when you use a word like "try harder," no, that that's going to evoke a certain response. And generally, it's going uh, to the response it's going to evoke is overplaying.
1: Yeah, maybe a little tension overplayed. in the body.
0: A little. <laughs> or yeah. just go with full-on breath support while you're trying harder. <laughs> Well, after you breathe from your diaphragm. Yeah. For more efficiency. it out Because we'll be more efficient and be able to use more air.
2: But by then you'll be able to hear it and sing it.
0: What if we just try harder to use more air? <laughs> that should work. That, I that think should we get it done. do it. If you try harder to use more air, we should be able to get the notes just short enough to play in tune.
2: Well, it would be a much more efficient approach.
0: I oh. I agree. Yeah. And you're not going to be able to sing any of that because no one can sing that short or that loud. <laughs> Nobody loudly. can do that. <laughs> and it'll be so
2: short you can't hear it. So we're right
0: out. And we're right <laughs> out. All right. What is next? All right, Is
1: this me, 19? Oh, yeah. Just two more. Okay. This, this is a beautiful thing. And it can be helpful, right? People need a model. But Con- context is important. Just do it like this. And then the artist demonstrates it.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. And that's now, it. Now. Modeling certain things is okay. Super in helpful. In fact,
2: I find it to be very helpful. Very yes. helpful. But then you
1: also want an explanation of what just happened. That's
2: right.
0: Yes. Or you want to ask what they heard to start a conversation about it. What's yeah.
1: difference between what you did and what I'm doing?
0: And then the student can say something like, "You did a fancy." You did exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: You did a fancy. But, as funny as that was in the moment, it. Opened up the conversation about what does that actually mean, and yeah, then okay. we had then moving forward had a drop down menu of things that equaled that response.
1: Yeah, what things constitute a fancy?
0: Right, <laughs> a fancy. I love that you did a fancy. Should we close this out? Oh yeah. Well, we we could close it out, but I, I added one.
2: Okay. Not, not on not on. Well, uh, you must I have typed it in Bill, pages. Pages so it, does it, not populate it in it the Google Drive. Into the Google Drive. <laughs> All right, well, let me let me do 20 and then you can close this out. <laughs> okay. Because I do like this one. 20 is good. You're just not working hard enough. <laughs> yes. So, also this is great. from trouble Shame teachers. You come you. in there and it's like, nope, you're not doing it. You're not doing it. You're not doing it. You're just not doing the work, which may even be true. Right. right? It's not helpful. Yeah. It's not good pedagogy. <laughs> right. Like that in the abstract, that and with nothing else just leaves a student with, okay, so do i do right right
0: yeah but this this falls under that thing of don't say what not to do yeah say what you want them to do yeah.
2: here's how i want you to be working right exactly. these, these
0: are the list of goals for this week yeah yeah they all my students i have a document in pages uh, and well, every so none week... of them have ever seen so it. none of
1: them ever see what
0: it looks like <laughs> no i you're gonna love this i just export it as a pdf every week <laughs>
2: Of course you do. I have Google Drive (laughs) folders for every one of my students. Yes, same. So I can see it, they can see it, we can both make updates. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm telling you guys, Pages is the way to go. Much more secure. If it was
2: 1995, (laughs) I might agree with you.
0: Way more secure. (laughs) Not at all. You can't have anyone just dipping in and out of Pages looking at their stuff. I mean, Google Drive.
2: That's what we want. We want them in and out looking at their stuff.
0: Right. But what if someone else sees it? Because apparently They're, anyone can't into, no. into this. Google Drive. Only you can
1: share it with, with one person.
0: That's not true. I yes, don't think that's is. the way it works. It is the way it works. Wow. I will. Right, well, can I? And can if I you just worked, if you just worked harder, you'd know that. So
3: <laughs> work more efficiently.
0: That I just go figure it out.
2: Uh huh. Take to lock. You, I'm going to lock you in a room with Google Drive for an hour,
0: and a mirror, <laughs> and a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Look, I think this deserves to be on the list. Okay. Number 21. Just, just pinch your lips together to play higher.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> How did that not make the original 19? That's or 20? good. It's just good, pinch. right? Pinch. Yeah. Pinch. And I use that as an example like not it's really more of an example, but to say that the words that we use to ask students to do things will evoke a certain response. I think we've covered that pretty fully tonight. Words like pinch or squeeze are not good. Correct. Yeah. Firm, firm corners, flat chin, that's okay. There but we don't go. squeeze your corners. Don't pinch your corners.
2: Yeah, the pinch, pucker, and blow thing has been around for a long time. Oh, man. Yep. Even awesome. if it does get a higher note to come out with the pinching, what usually happens is fundamentally shifting the way you're playing and a
0: very thin
2: sound, and then guess what? That's not going anywhere.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's no, not going to do any good. No, because that's the way they figured out how to do it. You know, because you send them out to a room to figure it out. Yeah. They're going to figure out how to get that note to come out. Exactly. It's going to look great in the mirror, and then they're <laughs> going to come back and squeeze out a C for you, and then you're going to be like, oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I have a I have
2: a demonstration. Oh, I should make this video. I remember showing it Mark Picelli this years ago. And we were talking about, Mark's the chair of jazz studies at Ball State, and we were talking pedagogy. And I said, well, watch, I can do absolutely everything wrong and get high notes to come out. So I play, like, completely dry. I completely, like, squeeze. I put one lip in the mouthpiece and, and use no <laughs> air. And I can, I can make a really, really, really terrible-sounding high G. And I'm like, look, high G.
3: Mhm. He starts <laughs> laughing.
2: <laughs> I said that's not any good, but this is what sometimes people go, well, look, man, you got the note to come out. Now you just got to make it louder. I'm like, no, that's not getting louder. That's terrible.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So just pinch. Yeah. We'll get just you down that. Road. Together, play that's art. right. I'm sure <laughs> not you know, uh, just to be clear, to be clear. <laughs> to be clear uh, <laughs> I'm sure that there's more than these 21 pieces of bad. There are more, pedigogy. not there is more, but yes, yeah, I'm I'm so sure there's there certainly more. There, but, it, Lots there are. There are.
2: <laughs> And you can send them to us, please. Oh, the open, yeah. Theopenbell the open at gmail.com. Please send us your bad pedagogy.
0: Maybe we get the shirt with the Ghostbusters 7C with the line through it yeah. for the front. <laughs> and then the back is the list of bad pedagogy. Oh, I like On this the back idea. of the shirt. Wow. That's a good idea. And then on the sleeve, we can have the WTF logo. Yeah. I and like then the this. Open Bell logo over here. I'm just yeah. saying. It'd be it like a walking good. advertisement.
3: I right. we'll need
2: to have these done before uh, ITG.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They Let's can get come them to the that. people can come to the booth and get them. Exactly. All right, boys. Time for no offense. Hey, look. Do some fact checking. Listen to people who know, and stop mindlessly saying the same dumb stuff you've assumed is right for way too many years. If you're using anything on tonight's list, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's
2: just that simple. It's that simple. Stop. Use tonight as the last time you've ever, uh, you're have ever you ever going to think about using
0: these phrases. Yes. That's it. Done. Catch yourself. Fix yourself. Help your students. I think
2: you mean check yourself before you wreck yourself. I think that's what <laughs> you <laughs> meant.
0: Okay. You're
1: not allowed to say that anymore. <laughs>
0: you're correct. No. <laughs> you are not allowed to say that. I'm not. Uh, I, yeah. You, that is right out. <laughs> Agreed. That is absolutely right out. All right, boys. Well, listen, that should about do it for tonight. Stay tuned, tell your friends and neighbors, and get some good pedagogy for a change. So long for now. Remember to keep an open mind, but more importantly, an open bell.